0: All right, guys, welcome back into another NFL DFS video. My name is Eric Paul Zane with 9 to 5 Sports. Going to be breaking down this Thursday night football game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. A game that, you know, is going to be probably fun. A little bit of like ugly fun, if you will. Uh, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence going to be quarterback in these two teams. Uh, So just in that, it should be fun. Like two quarterbacks that when they throw a good ball, it's like, man, that's, that's fun. That's a great pass. And then when they... When they mess up a pass, it's just like frustrating. Two very frustrating quarterbacks. So uh, I think it'll be a fun game to watch, uh, especially for uh, the public eye to finally see these guys in prime time. So let's go ahead and get into it. Just a reminder, if you guys enjoy the coverage, make sure to give a like and subscribe. All right, starting out with the New York Jets, and I'm going to try to break down Zach Wilson last week, and it's very difficult to because although he did have a good game and like DFS wise, you know, 300 passing yards, two TDs, the one interception he had was quite terrible. Very bad. Very late, late read, like three seconds late on the read. The guy was wide open, threw away too late, and he also threw about two more passes that easily could have been intercepted, missed a couple of pretty easy screen passes as well, but all. Also, he had some pretty elite throws, and I would let's, let's go back to the negative talk, was garbage in the pocket. Just terrible, except that last play of the game, second to last play of the game, I guess, before the field goal. That was good. He needs to be better in the pocket, and then he, I think he'd be a good quarterback. Honestly, like finally started throwing the ball downfield and hitting Garrett Wilson on a few passes. Um, I would say there was a lots of signs of encouragement for people that still have faith in Zach Wilson. Now, yes, it was the Lions, but he also produced against them. Like that is a good thing. You you won't harp on him too much. There were a lot of ugly plays, but I would say there were equally as good of plays as well. So that was encouraging. And another thing I want to point out is that he has struggled greatly in tough matchups except for that one random one against New England I mean he still threw three picks but DFS wise and he's done well against easy matchups 14.6 against Miami 20 against Pittsburgh and now 23 against the Lions gets a decently easy matchup this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars like it wouldn't be shocking to see him have a good week and I think he will put up about 12 or so DK points maybe he gets a lucky rushing touchdown that he should have had last week that was such a soft run like <laughs> one yard keep you you bury your head into the ground and have your elbow down oh, he is Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are just frustrating to watch because you see that they have the talent and you see lots of great plays and then there's just some frustrating plays. Now, obviously, lately, Trevor Lawrence has produced and has... Those bad plays are less frequent, and the great plays are more frequent, whereas Zach Wilson's like 50-50 right now. Just frustrating. So you could play Zach Wilson is my long way of saying. Obviously, the matchup's good. I do expect him to have a decent game. And then looking at Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson is so good, <laughs> it, guys. It is so good, and he's playing over 90% of the snaps, um, nine targets. I would say part of the reason why Zach Wilson had a low completion percentage uh, last week, I think the Lions got away with a lot of P.I., and they did get flagged for it a decent amount too. Garrett Wilson on one of them where in which he made a spectacular catch. He ended up coming back to a couple of deep ball passes, which I'm assuming were on purpose underthrown so that Garrett Wilson could come back given Zach Wilson, the benefit of the doubt there, but Garrett Wilson looked good. Obviously two yards shy of the hundred yard bonus, 13.8 DK points, uh, two straight weeks, obviously gets a great matchup this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like I expect him to have a good game. I expect them to try to get him the ball as well. I mean, nine targets last week, seven targets a week before that, 15, eight targets, like getting targeted a ton because he's on the field a ton because they know he's their best offensive playmaker. And to get him at that price point, okay, like Garrett Wilson on the slate, guys, can anyone explain to me why he's one, two, three, four, five, six, the sixth highest price player in the slate? That's strange to me. Like you could argue maybe Christian Kirk is better than him, probably. I mean that's that's a low price point for him. Now getting back into the Jets, uh, the running back situation It's weird because like watching it, I thought Zonovan Knight would have had a much better game. Um, He'd kind of try to bounce out a a few runs too much. I thought he looked decently, even though the the stats don't exactly say that Michael Carter was able to pick up some key short yardage situation plays, and they both played about 50% of the snaps. What's surprising to me is that Michael Carter's usage in the passing game just really has been non-existent lately. I thought that was going to be there more frequently, especially with... uh, some of the receivers being banged up um, with Brees Hall out. I kind of thought they would check the ball down to him a little bit more. That just hasn't happened. Both of them are shoulder shrug plays. Um, I would say, like, If you're using a lineup optimizer like nine to fives, do like if a lineup includes Zonovan Knight, do not include Michael Carter. If you're trying to chase the running backs, you don't want to double dip. And I probably would only go maybe 25% max on those guys, like just a guessing game, educated guessing game. Uh, Corey Davis, I do expect to be back, Uh, sat last week with a concussion. Obviously, if he sits then, that's going to open up a lot of value because Denzel Mims most likely going to sit, got injured, Concussion anytime a player gets a concussion, I just kind of expect them to sit out. And then Jeff Smith also concussion or no, also mispractice on Monday. We'll see if he plays. Um, you know, if Corey Davis and um and Mims were out, it would be Jeff Smith stepping into significant snaps, but I do expect Corey Davis to be back. I do expect him to play sixty to eighty percent of the snaps. That's he'd be a cheap price point. Um obviously before the game at Buffalo where he had a concussion, did come off a game with 10 targets, didn't come off a pretty good game. And if Zach Wilson is going to be throwing the ball down the field a little bit more, that would actually really benefit Corey Davis a little bit more. 5.6, that'd be a cheap price point. Um, He'd be someone that I'm looking to play. Then Elijah Moore as well. I think he's, a player that should be locked into that snap count of 60 to 80% of the snaps as well. Okay, obviously the last three weeks, Ben seen his snap share go up to the consistent level that's been at. Uh, six targets, 10 targets, and seven targets. Obviously, we like that. Last two weeks, 9.4 and 12 DK points. Um, solid, solid. Um, I thought at the end of half, there's a play in which uh, the Lions players like had their arms around Elijah Moore's hips. That kind of hindered his ability to reach out for what could have been a really awesome touchdown uh at the end of the second half also i thought more could have put more effort into that play um good that he got the end zone uh target i guess it just kind of felt like he should have had a bigger game than he did but still 9.4 like you would certainly take that at this price point um i think he is someone that we are going to be trying to play and then looking at the tight end situation it's kind of like the running back situation yes uh cj uzama was the player that got two touchdowns um played like 46 percent of the snaps one of the touchdowns was just a great play call one yard touchdown catch uh just a great call. Uh, if I had to bet on one of them, it would be Tyler Conklin because we've just seen it more frequently with him and he's just on the field more playing about 70% of the snaps. Um, yeah, that'd be the route I would want to go. Uh, Braxton Berries, do not be shocked if he does play about 40% of the snaps again like he did last week. He uh, he probably should have had a bigger game. There's one deep ball pass that Zach Wilson missed him on. Um, There's like two screen plays that Zach Wilson messed up on. Like he could have had a good game. I think he does make for a good value play because they, if he's going to be playing, 40% of the snaps they will design a couple of plays to him so the chances of him gaining a zero are very small and I think I think we can just pencil him in let's just say for like 2.4 points and if that's enough that's enough and that's really it sure could you play Greg Zerline I'm fine with that I do expect uh, Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence got out of a lot of uh, a lot of sacks so I do think you know the Jets should be able to get more pressure and also Trevor Lawrence did make a few bonehead mistakes that you know he's prone to so Jets D, it just wouldn't be shocking to see him get like a pick six, but I do expect the Jaguars to have a decent day on offense. So now switching into the Jaguars, guys. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I don't know how to sum him up because just frustrating. Like played great, had some bad mistakes. The INT was bad. The fumble was bad. But man, his ability to get out of the pocket and extend plays last week was huge. Looked really good doing that. Um, does seem like he is more accurate lately as well. He's not having as many of those frustrating passes where it's just like, come on, put it on him and he scores, you know, not as many of that. So that's good. That's all encouraging. And he is someone that, you know, if we're going to begin a guy throwing the ball about 40 times, obviously that's always appealing. Can they do that against the Jets? I don't know, but they might have to. Okay. Um, I feel like this is too much for Trevor Lawrence, but at the same time, I do think we're going to get like 14 DK points. I don't think we're going to get 30 again. Uh, Christian Kirk uh, kind of within the lines of uh, Garrett Wilson. Like I just want to play Christian Kirk um just gained so many targets per game on the field a ton uh 80 to 95 percent of the snaps you can see he's had a very high floor i would say he is due for some touchdowns now four straight games without a touchdown and just looking at zay jones who had three touchdowns those two of them were plays that uh christian kirk had scored on especially the goal line one it was a slant arrow i think three of uh, christian kirk's touchdowns have been on the arrow route well the last touchdown that went to Zay Jones was a slant and it worked out well. The play calls, uh, they're great. They really opened up a lot of their plays it's like you call a call play to set up another play and they did a great job of that last week the Jaguars did Um, Zay Jones guys this is who he's been the whole season Um, very hit or miss but he's just on the field a ton and going to get a decent amount of targets it really is just depends on Trevor Lawrence if he can hit him on the routes and he's been doing that more frequently lately so it's tough not to love Zay Jones Uh, just him and Christian Kirk are on the field a ton so if it's like I think I'd rather go Christian Kirk and Zay Jones rather than I would Trevor Lawrence you know it's just weird it is uh evan ingram there was a lot of design plays that went to evan ingram i mean he had like three design screens go his way which is obviously huge for a tight end and he ended up playing about 88 percent of the snaps last week so i think we can accurately project him to get about 70 to 88 of the snaps and obviously if he's gonna get seven plus targets that's highly appealing as well and he is someone that could easily go off he almost had a touchdown as well kind of a bad throw um it's just impressive like They set up a lot of plays to Evan Ingram. They set up a lot of plays to Zay Jones. Zay Jones' deep touchdown that he had was a play that they really set up the whole day as a little double move, and Zay Jones really beat him because while plays like the plays to Evan Ingram were set up very well. Travis Etienne did look really good. Um tough to see him doing that again against the Jets, but did look good. Like I said, that offense just really set up their plays so well that one play works. So that would mean another play would work. That would mean the rushing game. It was just a very well set up game. Uh, Marvin Jones playing about 60% of the snaps. Can he score a touchdown? Can he have a big game? Sure. Not something you're chasing. Jamal Agnew is someone kind of like Braxton Berrios where he is getting enough manufactured touches and he almost broke a touchdown to the point where he is someone we do need to consider. Probably would play Jamal Agnew in about 15% of plays when he gets the ball in his hands it's very electric very exciting to watch and that's kind of it for the value that's out there for the jaguars like if we are searching for value we probably would be playing more of the jets can you play jaguars jaguars d i certainly think so guys two straight games of over 12 dk points or 12 dk points now yes are we expecting a, a defensive touchdown again no we're not um but obviously Zach Wilson, like I said, he was terrible in the pocket, got sacked a bunch, uh, threw up three just terrible passes. I think there's a possibility where you could play Jays D and Zach Wilson. Just I think Jays D is a D that we had to play. Had to play them a little bit, just should get a few sacks and probably will get a over. So like I'm struggling a little bit with the lineup process. Um, like I don't mind this build. Obviously, probably wouldn't want Evan Ingram in there, probably want Garrett Wilson in there a little bit more but it's never a fun thing to be fading um, a quarterback. And I guess let's try to make this work. Yeah, I mean, so far, this is the best build I can come up with because we are getting... You know, all the top pass catchers in the game uh, probably would want a defense mix and match. And this is going to be one in which there's not an optimal lineup. You are going to submit about 10 different ones, 10 different variations, more of a GPP game uh, because we don't have any standout plays. No, like Jahan Dotson's that um, surprisingly underowned and like high floor plays. We don't really get that. And just based off the injury news as it sits right now, as I'm recording this, which is on Tuesday evening, um, like Jeff Wilson or, or Jeff uh, Smith isn't like a uh, value plate just yet because i expect him to sit and i expect mims to sit but that's all i have for you guys for this video hopefully you guys enjoyed it if you did you know what to do give a like and subscribe that helps me be I'll put out more content for you guys all right thanks for watching let's have a good slate and as always let's keep cashing